the Mart Tips and Rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi. And Klee. And today we're going to talk about staying connected as an artist. Yeah, which now more than ever is a huge thing and very important to do. Absolutely. I mean, we're going through a pandemic, so ideally... If we are going to stay connected with all the social distancing that's going on. It's going um, to be through uh, virtual means, technology. Yeah, technology, not not social media distancing. It is social distancing. Right. Yeah. It's funny. One of, uh, one of the artists commented on uh, one of our videos and was talking about the fact that we're all locked inside. Yeah. And uh, she, she called it artist in residence, which I thought was... <laughs> hilarious <laughs> yeah, so all us artists are basically artists in residence in our right residence now. yep <laughs> indeed and it is a good time to focus on our art yeah exactly so we have an awesome question and our question comes from holly wong and she asked i was thinking of starting an artist newsletter that i would send to folks that have been following my studio practice any advice on platforms to use mailchimp versus constant contact and any advice on topics Show updates, techniques and studio notes, things that inspire me. What have your readers valued most? And I'd like to say all of those things that you mentioned sound really cool. And also little tidbits that have to do with what you're thinking about and feeling about. Yeah, actually, all of those things are really good because essentially when you're doing a newsletter, any newsletter that you're doing, um, you are updating people on what's going on with you. But also, I think what is really important and what she covers there in talking about like her feelings for creating pieces, new techniques, things like that. Basically, it's all the things that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell people that when you're writing a newsletter, write the newsletter as if you are writing in your journal. Like it is something that you want to go back and you want to read. Because I think the biggest mistake that a lot of people make is that they kind of gear it towards marketing. They think that it's marketing, you know, like right. it's, it's the same thing with social media. Like if you're posting on social media, this is marketing. We're doing social media marketing. If you have a blog, it's marketing, 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 marketing. But we know that you don't approach it that way at no, all. No, absolutely not. I do not approach it that way at all because essentially what you're doing is you are forming a community out there in which people that are like-minded to you get the opportunity to read something that uh, that that you like. Right. So basically, whatever is driving your passion at the moment. So like your newsletter and your blog that you send out, it does mention events that we have going on. Of course, not right now. Right. Show, uh, show dates. <laughs> we got <laughs> um, no events going on right now. It gives you the who, what, when, but it also usually starts with, here's what I've been thinking about recently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My my blog hardly ever has anything to do with art. Now, it has a lot to do with being an artist because that's the perspective that I'm writing from. Yeah. So I can't help but write from that creative point of view. So essentially, when I'm doing my blogs, it might be something that I woke up in the morning and was thinking about something, uh, the state of the world, was thinking about this or that, or was thinking about self-empowerment. Whenever I'm uh, writing anything about uh, an art event or something like that, I'm letting people know the details of the event. But mostly I'm letting people know how I feel about the event and what's going on. Right. Or even sometimes it is a specific piece that you're working on, but you're essentially telling the story 
of how the piece came to fruition emotionally. Right, right, exactly. Because the art that I create is very emotional. And a lot of people a lot of people are like, well, Rafi, what if I don't have any meaning behind my piece? Like, I just like the color blue. That's perfectly fine. But as artists, we tend to investigate inside of us the deeper meaning behind things, you yeah. know? So like the color blue, well, why is it that the color blue uh, has a significant meaning for you? Why is it that it makes you feel a certain way? You get to share that with people. It's not, it's not to school people on what your piece means. It's essentially to tell the story of what your piece means to you, why it is that you created the thing that you created, why, uh, you know, it could be a, a full on story of why it is that these kind of art projects are the things that fascinate you is it because of your childhood is it because of the way that you grew up is it because of the fact that you weren't able to do art back in the day and now you're able to do art there's all kinds of there's a story behind everything that you do absolutely and i have a great appreciation for art i love to look at art i love to feel whatever i feel about it but i really love stories i love any story that we've watched or listened to about an artist any backstory, anything that connects emotionally is is totally there for me. I love that kind of thing. And I have found that most people do love that stuff. They connect with it. It gives them like a deeper sense of intimacy with the art itself. It really does. It's one of the reasons that when we watch uh, any documentaries on artists, there's like a certain type of documentary that I like watching where it gets a little bit more into the emotional state of the mm -hmm. artist. That's honestly what fascinates me. A lot of people ask me like, who's your favorite artist? Uh, and I think that they're basing it on like what their artwork look like. Right. And in reality, like I'm fascinated by the stories of artists. Like what was it that caused them to create the stuff that they created? Yeah. What were they thinking yeah, about? Yeah. What were they thinking about? Where were the struggles that they went through? You know, like Picasso with Picasso, it's not necessarily his paintings. It's his personality and the fact that he struggled as an artist for years and didn't give up on that. He didn't just leave. It, it you know, a lot of people look at people like that in the past and are like, oh, well, they're always, what are, you know, Van Gogh. Van Gogh uh, sold one painting to a friend, possibly two. That was it for his entire career. Yet he spent his entire life painting. Yeah, that fascinates me because it shows me right then and there that anybody in the past that did make a name for themselves, the only reason they did was because they didn't give up because they weren't. <laughs> they didn't have collectors freaking knocking down their door. No. You know, Picasso was painting in a stuffy, hot, non-air-conditioned third-floor room that was the size of a closet, and he had paintings strewn about, and he was up there painting in his underwear, sweating, arguing, fighting with the paintings. That fascinates me. Yeah, for him, it was like a sport. You have gotten a lot of feedback about our newsletter, and I've actually gotten a lot of feedback from people about our newsletter, and um, they love to know what's going on with us, but... Really, more often than anything else I hear, they really love when Rafi waxes philosophical yeah. in the newsletter. Yeah. And something really interesting happens with that, too. Like, you give people facts, what's going on in a newsletter, and they make note of it if they follow you. Or they might not. They might forget. They might bookmark it. But if you give somebody a piece of you, an authentic piece of you, that they can emotionally connect with... Not only do they make that connection, but then they tend to respond. Yeah. Like we get a lot of um, comment responses or people writing back to us. And before you know it, 
you have a community yeah. of like-minded people that are connected with you on a deeper level and you get to share their story too. So that's a really awesome symbiotic benefit. Yeah, it, it is. It is quite amazing. I mean, the thing about it is like, yeah, have your facts in there because if you have a show coming up, you want people to know where they could find you and where your show is going to be. Or if you're working on a specific project or you just won an award, you want to let people know all that stuff. But Tell it to them from a personal point of view. You know, it's uh, it's like having a pen pal. You know, yeah, you're like right. like it a kind of yeah. It's like having a pen pal. So essentially, your pen pal is your audience. All these people that subscribe to you, and you are just communicating with them the excitement and and the personal details of what it is that you're doing. As far as like finding out uh, whether or not you're doing a show or something, that's something that they could look into themselves. They are subscribe to you because you are giving them more than just the details you are giving them you and i i think that that's really important to remember whether you're doing a newsletter whether you're doing a blog whether you're doing youtube videos podcast uh social media any of the stuff that you're putting out there that goes into this uh online community this this worldwide community just remember it's 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 all about who you are and what you're giving people as far as like being an artist, sharing yourself as an artist, there are a thousand million artists out there. It's a dime a dozen. You, there's only one of you. There and your is unique perspective. and your unique perspective. Uh, you know, the, how many artists out there do realistic paintings? How many artists out there do abstract paintings? How many artists there? And it doesn't mean that your artwork is any less than someone else's or more than someone else's. But your artwork is directly connected to you and your personality, and it's you and your personality that makes your artwork fascinating to begin with. Yeah, ultimately, I think what people are really looking for on a deep level is connection and to feel and yeah. to relate and to understand and be understood. So, And to, to answer the, the other question in there, because Holly had uh, asked about constant contact or uh, MailChimp. MailChimp. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, because I have WordPress as a website, I use an app uh, on WordPress, a plugin called Newsletter. And so you could subscribe to it, but I'm very cheap. So like this newsletter subscription or, or whatever is actually free it's for me to do. Our... Yeah, it's part of the, the thing. Now we pay like $300 a year for our thing. So it might just be a part of that. But, um, but that's, that's what I use. I use newsletter, but I've heard of people that use MailChimp and constant contact and they're they're each happy with it so i would say just pick one whichever yeah and try it and if you don't like it you could always move your stuff to, to somewhere else because you could actually take all your subscribers that are part of that with you when you go to a different service oh that's nice so you don't have to start over from scratch yeah you don't have to start over i'd like to say really now more than ever this is such a relevant question and so important for us to be connecting in this way on whatever platform you choose to it's kind of like a turning point um right now especially with all of us quarantined in our homes oh absolutely staying connected to people sharing our stories for better or worse, your struggles, your triumphs, your fears, your uh, your good days, not just the highlight reel. No, not just the highlight reel. That's one of that's one of the things that's going on. Listen, social media is relatively new. Uh, we all remember MySpace. It's yes. not like MySpace was before our time or anything like that. Um, and to be honest with you, 
it's so new that it's gone through different migrations for not too long ago. It was all about the highlight reel. Everybody, you know, you got influencers on there and people are, are showing the best parts of their lives. And then you've got people out there that are saying, oh, well, people are getting depressed because of Facebook or depressed because of social media. And in all honesty, the one thing or not, not the one thing that is missing, but one of the things that is a little bit more rare considering the landscape across the internet is authenticity. Yeah. And and really all you have to do is be yourself. When it comes to social media, whether you're doing an Instagram post, whether you're doing a blog, whether you're doing a, a newsletter, whether you're doing videos, whether you're doing podcasts like this, this is just you and I sitting in a studio having a conversation with each other, um, trying to answer a question or talking to a general audience that's out there. But it's you and I. Yeah. There's nothing scripted here. There doesn't need to be because I would much rather be completely authentic and genuine about who I am. And if somebody doesn't like what I'm saying, then they're not one of my people. Absolutely. And I would say too, um, do, do a little bit of everything that you're interested in doing. Like don't niche yourself and say, well, I'm just going to do this thing with the newsletter or my social media, or I'm just going to do that thing. See what you like and see what, what really inspires you to put out there. Yeah. You know, kind of like what Holly says in there about what, you know, she's asking like which one. And mm -hmm. I honestly think it should be all of them. What is it that she lists? Um, She's got show updates. Yeah, absolutely. Put show updates in there when they're relevant. Techniques and studio notes. That's fun. Techniques and studio notes. You could talk about what you do in the studio and different techniques that you've either come up with or even, uh, you know, a lot of times I think about it and I'm like, I don't want to give away like my secret techniques, but there's plenty of stuff that happens in the studio that really nobody knows about and is so much fun for people to find out about because artists are very secretive when it comes to that kind of thing. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that's fun. It's kind of like getting a peek at like how the mechanisms of magic work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's always fascinating. And things that inspire me, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say I would infuse things that inspire me into everything that, that I do. Like, you know, and I've, we've read letters from Holly on Patreon and her story is, is amazing amazing also i follow holly on instagram and what she's putting out there her art is incredible and um what she writes also is fascinating yeah. so i would say holly you are on the right track yeah and holly you are on point i think doing a newsletter your newsletter is going to be amazing in fact i can't wait for you to start your newsletter and once you do let us know and we will definitely subscribe to you. I also think um, on the whole platforms and social media, I think people are really starting to go towards authenticity more and yeah. just sharing, sharing what's going on. Not necessarily complaining or being victims, but not the highlight reel either. I think yeah. we're seeing a lot of people supporting one another and feeling more empowered and um, connecting in those ways. Yeah, I think that that's important to note because, uh, you know, being authentic, I think a lot of people think that being authentic means that... Airing your dirty yeah, laundry. Yeah, you're airing your dirty laundry or that you're mean. It's like, well, that's just who I am, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and the fact of the matter is that if you are, if you need to put someone else down or you're constantly complaining 
or victimhood or whatever. I mean, we get those responses on YouTube. I'll post a video and we'll have uh, 90 responses from people that are positive and are like, yeah, you know, like with this whole pandemic thing, we've had people um, when I put out the resources video where I'm telling artists like, hey, where this is where you could go. They've got grants. They've got things like that. If you're looking for help financially. And 90 people posted, they're like, thanks, Rafi. And some of them suggested other places Mm -hmm. and totally positive. There was 10% of the people were like, well, the government, you know, nobody's ever going to do anything. Nobody's going to give a free handout, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so you're sitting there and you're bitching and moaning and complaining. And you're telling me the opposite of the information that I've put in this video, which is saying like, these are the places that you could reach out to call your bank. A lot of banks are deferring payments for three months during this pandemic. Right. Like, you know, do that. What did they say? No, there's no way. Banks don't do anything. They're out looking for themselves. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so this person is just not going to call and they're just going to carry on with their victim uh, stupid story. Right. And, and they don't get any benefit out of it. And I think that a lot of people think that that's what it means to be authentic and that that's what it means to be real. That is just what it means to be a victim. Yeah, you're sharing your your challenges from a solution-oriented place. Exactly. And the people that want to uh, live in misery, they often don't stick around our content very long. Well, it's it's interesting because when you meet somebody, okay, when you meet somebody, and I think that this is true for everybody, when you meet somebody and you notice that they're constantly complaining about stuff, do you ever notice that like more negative shit happens in their life? Like, it it almost seems like they're like a magnet for crap going wrong. I've known some extreme cases of that. Yeah. Where you just can't even believe the stuff that happens. Yeah. And so, like, when I notice that and I see that there are people that are like that and they're basically problem oriented versus being solution oriented. And that's for me, that's my authenticity. Like, if I'm going to write about a struggle that I went through. I'm going to write about the struggle after I have something helpful to say, which is, yes, I struggled with this and this was very difficult, but this is where I'm at now. I'm not going to sit there mid-struggle just to air my dirty laundry to try and make myself feel better by having people commiserate with me in the misery. Like, I don't want to be there. That's not who I am. Right. This was a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's relevant right now because um, (laughs) – People are everywhere on the emotional scale right now. Yeah. Yeah. This was definitely a tangent. Sorry about that. Um, so going back to the social, well, it, it does apply because, you know, if you're going to be posting on social media and you're going to be posting um, a blog or videos or stuff like that, I mean, that's fine. You want to complain and you want to bitch and you want to moan and you want to be negatively oriented. By all means, do that. There's plenty of it out there. Yeah, there's plenty of it out there. There's a, there's a lot of that. But if you want to be somebody who is a bringer of the light and, uh, you know, you have a perspective that is more solution oriented, I'm not saying that I'm better than anything like that, but I know that I feel better within myself because I am looking for answers and I'm looking for the solution and I'm looking to smile every day and I'm looking to share that with other people. I want people to smile. I want people to be happy. And essentially, that's what comes across in my newsletter, in my blog, in my videos, because ultimately, that's the message that I want to put out there. And so like for Holly, in in getting ready for this newsletter, think about it that way. Like, what is the overall 
scope of the message that you want to put out there. Yeah, like what is the essence of who you are? Yeah, like, let I'm a courageous nerd, and I think that that pretty much comes across all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are definitely a courageous nerd, and that definitely comes across <laughs> all the time. And I mean, and that's the beauty of it. With Holly, like her artwork and what she's written to us, I could see the transitioning of doing a newsletter just being very, very natural. It's oh, very totally. beautiful stuff. So if for anybody out there that's thinking about uh, connecting, especially now where we're all kind of like isolated into our own little worlds. Yeah, this is a perfect time to form a connection in this way. Yeah, think about uh, starting a blog. Think about uh, doing more social media or if you haven't done social media at all, doing social media. And think about the overall story, the overarching story of who you are and what it is that you want to leave out there in the world. Because that's the way that I think it. When I do anything, whether it is a blog a video or anything, I want to create something that I'm willing to watch over and over and over mm -hmm. because it's fun and it has meaning for me. And if it has meaning for me, then I know that it's going to have meaning for someone else. It's interesting. I think a large percentage of people look at things like this as something that I'm doing for others. Yeah. Um, I'm posting on social media for others' benefit, posting on YouTube for others, doing a podcast for others doing a newsletter for others, but you'd be amazed how much you will get out of the experience. Yeah, absolutely. And you got to remember, if you are doing things for others, uh, a lot of times that's where burnout and resentment could come in. Mm -hmm. So th that's why I say, like, do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. If you're going to write a newsletter, it's because you have something to say and you want to put it out there and you want to share it with people. And that way, even if you get one or two in the beginning, you know, it's the same thing I say with the videos. Put your videos out there because that's what you want to put out there because that's what you want to share. And that way you get one viewer, you're going to be totally stoked yep. because you got one person out there that you were able to share your message with and then two and then three and then four. It's not like you won't be disappointed because, oh, I've, I, I only had 15 people. That's watch true. watch my video in the beginning of our youtubing uh no one was watching us but we were super happy just to watch our own videos yeah exactly our newsletter our newsletter i remember when i started the newsletter i think we got one subscriber and we had one subscriber to our newsletter for like a year yeah. so basically i had a pen pal that was that was <laughs> That I, I had a pen pal for my newsletter. Yep. It was like I would write to them and they would respond. And like we did that every month for like a year. I love the idea of it being like a pen pal. It really is. Yeah. And you're like, oh, by the way, pen pal, here's what I have going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I and I think that that's the most that's the most genuine way to put that information out there. Um, and, and, you know, as far as like it leading to sales or anything like that, or, or more followers that happens organically. Yeah. It happens organically. So I, I think, uh, I think that's, that's all we got. Holly, this is an awesome question that led into a plethora of really good topics. I hope that we answered your question. Yeah, Holly, I, I know that, it, that there was a lot of tangents and a lot of rambling in this uh, podcast. So I hope, I hope we answered it. Um, obviously, Holly, you know that we adore you and we're super looking forward to anything you pursue with your art. 
Yes. Make sure that you let us know when you release your um, newsletter and that way we can subscribe because we will definitely follow you. And I'm curious to know if you guys have uh, any tips or techniques or anything like that, that uh, for newsletters or for anything like that, maybe you could even answer the constant contact versus the yeah MailChimp answer for, for Holly. Um, just leave that in the comment section and thank you so much for listening. You guys, you guys are absolutely freaking amazing. I totally adore you. And if you want to subscribe to listen to more like this, just click somewhere around here. Subscribe. I don't know where it is. And, uh, that's it. Say goodbye, Clee. Good day. Adios.